Hey everybody, this is Greg, um, and uh, I'm, I'm going to try this little experiment here. So this is, if you found this, it's probably because I told you about it, or you were just kind of scrolling along and you found something that, that looked a little different, but this is Poetry in Notion, and um, the name has kind of a double meaning, as, as poetry tends to have, because poetry is a notion, right? It's an idea, but I'm also doing this as kind of an experiment. It was just uh, something that came up in my head, just a whimsical little thing, just wanted to see how it goes. So that's also a notion, uh, just something impulsive like this. So um, the whole format of the of the show is going to be, I'm just going to sit down here and uh, and try to read poetry. It's going to be an exercise for me in, in narration. Um, and for those of you who want to just have a little bit more poetry in your life, maybe you've always wanted to get into it, but you know, you uh, are afraid of the big words, or you know, you don't want to, you don't want to mess up the 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 beat or the meter when you're reading it. And so, uh, this is a way you can just do it on your daily commute, or if you're on a walk, or uh, sitting on the toilet, or whatever you end up doing, uh, you can just listen to a little bit of poetry along the way. So, um, figured, and these are going to be short too. So if you're, you know, you're worried about investing 30 minutes of your life, uh, that's not this. That's not this show. I've got another one for that. This one's really just going to be short form poetry. I'm not going to sit here and explain all the poetry. I think that this is something that needs to be, every poem has has a meaning that was meant by the author, and then there's also a meaning that's received by the listener. And so I want you guys to be able to get a really good grasp of the poem itself, um, listen to it, and, and think through it yourselves, and uh, and take away from it what you will. I don't want to sit here and tell you what everything means, because really I think it's all subjective. So um, this one is, we're really close to Christmas here. I don't, I don't know when I'll be posting this, but we're recording it on the 21st, uh, first day of winter. And uh, so I thought I would do a Christmas poem. And, um, and it's The Three Kings by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. I picked this one because it's, it's straightforward. It's actually just the story, the Christmas story, uh, from the perspective of The Three Kings. And uh, so, and it's written obviously in a poetic format. So uh, I thought this would be a good one, just to kind of get us into into the mood of of the season, get us in the spirit of things. And so, uh, without further ado, this is the Three Kings by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Three kings came riding from far away, Melchior and Gaspar and Balthazar. Three wise men out of the east were they, and they traveled by night, and they slept by day. For their guide was a beautiful, wonderful star. The star was so beautiful, large and clear, that all the other stars of the sky became a white mist in the atmosphere, and by this they knew that the coming was near of the prince foretold in the prophesy. Three caskets they bore on their saddle bows, three caskets of gold with golden keys. Their robes were of crimson, silk with rows of bells and pomegranates and furbelows, their turbans like blossoming almond trees. And so, the three kings rode into the west, through the dark dusk of night over hill and dell, and sometimes they nodded with beard on breast, and sometimes talked as they paused to rest with the people they met at some wayside well. Of the child that is born, said Balthazar, good people, I pray you tell us the news, for we in the east have seen his star, and have ridden fast and have ridden far, to find and worship the king of the Jews. And the people answered, you ask in vain. We know of no king but Herod the Great. They thought the wise men were insane, and they spurred their horses across the plain like riders in haste who cannot wait. And when they came to Jerusalem, Herod the Great, who had heard this thing, sent for the wise men and questioned them. And he said, Go down unto Bethlehem and bring me tidings of this new king. 
So they rode away, and the star stood still, the only one in the gray of morn. Yes, it stopped. It stood still of its own free will, right over Bethlehem on the hill, in the city of David, where Christ was born. And the three kings rode through the gate and guard, and through the silent street, till their horses turned and neighed as they entered the great inn yard. But the windows were closed, and the doors were barred, and only a light in the stable burned. And cradled there in the scented hay, in the air made sweet by the breath of kine, the little child in the manger lay, the child that would be king one day, of a kingdom not human, but divine. His mother, Mary of Nazareth, sat watching beside his place of rest, watching the even flow of his breath for the joy of life and the terror of death were mingled together in her breast. They laid their offerings at his feet. The gold was their tribute to a king. The frankincense with its odor sweet was for the priest, the paraclete, the myrrh for the bodies burying. And the mother wondered and bowed her head and sat as still as a statue of stone. Her heart was troubled, yet comforted, remembering what the angel had said of an endless reign and of David's throne. Then the kings rode out of the city gate with a clatter of hoofs and proud array, but they went not back to Herod the Great, for they knew his malice and feared his hate, and returned to their homes by another way.